Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez. Um, that entrance was, uh, that's for my granddaughter. Um, you know, her favorite wrestler is Cody Rhodes, and that's his uh, his theme music that he plays. Um, so I just wanted to play that because she gets very happy and very excited when, when she hears that song. Um, so, okay, so this week, what are my topics? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, resumes, right, and applying for jobs. So I hear quite a bit from people uh, that you should only apply to jobs if you meet 90% of the uh, qualifications or requirements in the job ad, right? And, you know, I've said it multiple times. I'm going to say it again. That, that That's just stupid. Um, the people who are telling you this, they already have a job, right? So when was the last time they looked for a job? I don't know. And they might be the best person on the planet, um, you know, going out and applying for jobs and being a job seeker. They, they might be the old time greatest. Right. And quite frankly, I just don't care um, because it doesn't matter how good they are at finding a job. I have to find a job. Right. And it doesn't matter what skills they have. It's what matters is what skills I have. So if I want to apply to a thousand jobs and I don't, I only meet 10% of the qualifications and that's my business, right? If I have the time to do it, then, then I'm going to go right ahead and do it. Um, and I bring this up because I, I mentioned that when I started looking for jobs, started applying back in June, I applied for between June and August, I applied for about 70 different jobs, right? I got, I received about nine interviews. So about one out of every eight, all right? Well, I'm in the running for a program manager position up at UNC Health right now, right? Because uh, the complications are, I, I'm not exactly sure what happened when I applied for this job back in July. And I finally heard from them back in uh, late December. And it, it's just a very slow process. And I'm finally in the like final rounds of, for interviews, right? But I have a job, so I don't care if it takes another six months. That, that's fine by with me. Um, but I continue to get phone calls from other companies asking if I'm interested in their positions. And I'm getting phone calls for positions I didn't apply to, that I didn't even know existed. Uh, and so this is a big secret, right? What nobody wants to tell you on LinkedIn or nobody wants to tell you in SFL tap or you know, because everybody has a master plan because, you know, they know because they have a job. So they know everything. Right. And that's what I truly hated about the military is that people just weren't open to um, different opinions. It's, well, I know. I know because no, you don't. You idiot. You don't. And uh, so this is what happened with with me and all these with these phone calls that I'm receiving. I'm not saying I'm receiving thousands of phone calls. I'm saying maybe one or two a week. Um, this, when was it? Yesterday I received a phone call from a company asking if I wanted to uh, interview, if I was interested in their in being a translator for them for Spanish. And I explained to them, it's like, one, I didn't ask, like, how did they get my resume or how did they find out about me? Um, because I don't care. That doesn't matter. What do I care? Um, 
But I had to explain to them, hey, you know, I do speak Spanish. I can read Spanish, but I have difficulty writing in Spanish. And they said, that's fine. We don't care about that. We want you to translate stuff from Spanish to English. It's like, and then they asked, well, do you speak any other language? It's like, yes, I speak French. It's like, wow, that's great. Because then we can use you with that as well, because we don't need you to be an interpreter. We just need you to translate things. Oh, I could do that. That's relatively easy. And so... What, ha what happened is that I applied for a different position, right? And the hiring manager didn't think I fit that position, but decided to hand off my resume to another department. And this happens frequently. What I, that's what I found. That's my experience, right? That's just my experience. And uh, so I'm getting these phone calls for positions that I didn't apply to because um, I applied to project manager and program manager, right? That's the hot um, job that's going on right now, right? Everybody wants to be a program manager and project manager. Well, you know, for every position that, that's available for a project manager, you know how many people are applying for that? 100, 1,000, 10,000, I don't know, but a whole lot. And I, I realized that I might not be able to compete for those positions, but my qualifications and my educations make me a viable candidate for just about any and every company out there. Um, they can find a position for me. And that's not bragging. That's not arrogance. That's just, that's just life, right? Um, people, when we were in the military, we, we do 20 years, we retire. It's like, if you focused your entire military career on being the best soldier possible and you didn't prepare for life, it's like, well, I'm sorry to tell you, um, you failed yourself because the military doesn't care about you. And if that's news to you, if that's a surprise, well, I'm sorry. Um, I also want to tell you that Santa Claus doesn't exist and neither does a Easter Bunny. Okay, because if you think the military cares about you, then you obviously believe that Santa's, Santa Claus is real and so is the Easter Bunny. Okay, um, so, you know, and if you, if you wait till the last two years to prepare for transition or what you're going to do with your life, that, that's way too late. That's it's late, but you can always start, right? You can always do something. Something's better than nothing. And so I, I'm just bringing this up because you're going to hear a lot of people telling you like, hey, only apply to these jobs if you meet 90% of the qualifications. Just apply. What what's, What is it going to hurt? You know how many rejections I get um, a week? Because I'm still continuing to apply because why not? Um, I have this job, but I realized, you know, Right now, it's about 25 degrees here in North Carolina, and I realized I could be in Hawaii. I don't have to be here. Um, so I started applying for jobs out in Waikiki, and why not? It's beautiful out there. Um, it's city enough. I don't want to be in a rural area, so it's city enough, but it's still close enough to the beach. So I can just go out there and lie on the sand like a beach whale, you know? And so that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to pursue. Um, but you just have to understand that. Don't don't listen to other people. Everybody's going to tell you how they have a master plan, right? You figure out what's going to work for you. Okay. And if you don't have a certification or if you don't have college education, then it's not too late. You can still go and, and try to do that. If you're in the military, like, just use your arch transcripts and 
send it to some college and see what you can do to get at least an associate's before you get out, you know, have something um, because your military skills, what you learn in the military, it just isn't enough. It's not, nobody wants to tell you that everybody, every veteran on this planet is going to say, Hey, well, you have leadership skills. So you're going to get hired for leadership. You're not, you're not. Maybe if this was, you know, 1947, you would, you know, maybe in the 1950s, but, but not today because every veteran who gets out is saying, well, Hey, you know, I'm a leader. Hey, I'm a project manager because, you know, I was able to make sure that the vehicles got their 30 miles every month. And that that's not a project. That's not being a project manager. It's not, that's, it's nonsense. And you need to understand that you need to take care of yourself and you need to prepare. And I know, I don't know about everyone else out there, but so for me, uh, you know, my daughter's still in college and I want to be, make sure that I, I can, that she gets her graduate degree and she has no um, loans to pay off when she gets out, out of college. And so that's why I'm working. Um, but there are a lot of people who are getting out of the military where they still have little kids, right? And they have this, these ideas like, hey, I'm going to get out and I'm going to go use my GI Bill. I'm going to go to college. I'm not going to work. And I'm just going to use my retirement and then my, uh, you know, my disability. Well, your disability claim, there's there's no guarantee. I, I saw quite a few people that were just, they were factoring in how much money they were going to get from the disability. It's like, there's no guarantee you're going to get that. Um, your retirement is pretty pretty much set, but you're not your disability claim. And the reality is when you get out, like how long does it take for that stuff to kick in? I don't know. Your retirement is, you know, you'll go about a month and then you'll start getting your payments. But your disability, I don't know, a month, a year. I have no control over what the VA does. Um, so there are a lot of people who were getting out and had this master plan of how they were just – not going to do anything and go to college. And then reality punches them in the face and they realize, Hey, I have three little kids. My wife doesn't work uh, because that's what we agreed upon. And so they have to find a job and it's difficult for them because they didn't prepare because they had this master plan. And so you have to take care of yourself. You have to um, make sure that you go out and you get these certifications and you get these, uh, civilian education. And I hear a lot of people saying, well, why would I need that? And they talk down about their college degree. And, you know, I, well, I mean, I just have, I mean, I just have a, a degree in, in criminal justice. Well, you know what? That's better than no degree. It, it is. Um, so please take care of yourself, go out and, and do something, anything, all right. So for me, this week has been a little stressful, right? I, I talk about perseverance. I talk about, um, you know, grit and just sticking with things, right? I'll be honest. Uh, so I started this PhD program. I've been in it for about a month. And this week I quit the PhD program um, because I had enough of it. It's like, you know what? Screw this bullshit. I don't need it. Um, I have three master's degrees and that's enough for me to provide for my family. I don't need this PhD and so that was Monday night. And then I went to sleep Tuesday morning. I woke up and it's like, okay, I, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to stay with it. And that happened every day of this week, except for Friday. Um, so I quit basically four days this week. And if you ask my buddy, Jesse, he'll tell you that's exactly what I did in Sierra school. Um, 
you know, when we were in the camp and getting slapped around, I quit probably about every hour. It's like, you know what? I don't need this crap. And I quit. I'm out of here. Uh, who cares? I don't care what people think about me um, because that's who I am. Right. It's it, if it's, if it's hard, I just want to quit. Cause I, I, I don't, who wants to do anything hard? I, I don't I just want to lie around and eat cupcakes and watch South park and watch uh, reruns of cheaters. That's it. That's all I want to do. I don't want to do anything else. Right. And, uh, but that's not what my parents taught me. You know, I, I know the army likes to say like, you know, we teach people perseverance and grit and stay with it. It's like, no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't at all. Um, every assessment that I went to, um, it was the assess. You go there, you show up and they assess to see if you have those qualities of grit of perseverance. And if you don't, then they don't want you because if you don't stick with things, then you're not a fit for the organization. Right. Uh, the army tells you that that's the case, but it's not, it's not, you either have it or you don't. Um, maybe you can learn that quality. I don't know. Um, I, I always want to quit, but where do I get it from? I'll tell you, it's pretty easy for my parents, for my parents and my kids, plain and simple. Um, cause whenever something's difficult, I just, you know what, screw this. I quit. I'm out. And then I hear my dad, you know, and excuse, uh, excuse me, I don't want to offend anybody, but you know, my dad, he wasn't the, uh, he wasn't the, a poet, you know, in, in Spanish. Uh, so he would just tell me, Vete la chingada, and then like, you know, that would scare the hell out of me. Right. And then I could, my mom would, you know, calm me down and then, you know, don't worry about it. Just, just do what you're supposed to do. And so for me, that's how I approach things. You know, I always want to quit. And then I hear my dad's voice, you know, letting me have it. And then I hear my mom telling me, uh, you know, just, just stick with it. And so that's what I do. Um, Cause yeah, I, I want to quit everything. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit in my house and just drink coffee again, watch uh, South Park and episodes, uh, reruns of cheaters and the more Povich show. Um, Cause those things are hilarious. Right. Um, but I also think about my kids and I know that they don't quit and they could have, they could if they wanted to, but they don't. And they're, they're always, you know, positive and tell me to, you know, just be nice, you know, just, it, it's okay. Don't, don't be mad and just go ahead and, and be a champion, right? That's what they always tell me, be a champion. And so that's what I do. And I'm explaining this because when you get out there and you're looking for jobs or you're trying to do anything, it, it gets, gets heavy, right? Um, nobody wants to be rejected. With this PhD program, the reason why I wanted to quit was because my professors politely told me that I'm the biggest idiot on the planet. I'm the biggest moron who's ever walked the face of this planet. And nobody wants to be told that, right? Nobody. Um, so, you know, I get upset and I just, you know what? I quit. I don't need this bullshit and quit. And then I think about my parents and I stick with it. And so when you're out there looking for a job, you're going to have a lot of people tell you, no, thanks. You're not what we're looking for. So what do you do? Do you just, do you get upset and curse them out or say, hey, you guys are stupid? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. You have to figure out how you're going to handle that. Uh, for me, uh, I like to run, right? And like I said, I've been running a bit more and getting my miles down to about 
seven minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, but today I went for a five mile run and came in at 40 minutes and, you know, and that's fine. Uh, cause I just wanted to go out there and listen to some music. Um, the playlist today was, uh, white snake, uh, cause it's some really good music. Right. And so I just wanted to go out there and just enjoy the day and just run. It was, again, it's like 25 degrees out here and I'm a moron who just ran in shorts and a tank top and it was freezing. So, um, but you know, other than that, it was actually really enjoyable. I had a good time and I relaxed. And so when you're out there looking for a job, you're going to have to find a way to relax because you're going to get a lot, you're going to have rejections and that's okay because we all do. And you're going to hear, everybody's going to give you advice on what you need to do. You just need to figure out what works best for you. Um, so today, uh, this is just going to be a short episode because I actually do have some assignments that I have to do. Um, but there's two things I want to promote. And one, uh, it's a veteran-owned business. Um, it's here in Fayetteville, I, I think, in Pinehurst. It's in Pinehurst, Pinehurst, North Carolina. It's for, um, you're probably not going to use it right now because, again, it's wintertime and it's freezing. Uh, but this is for a, it's called Zapper Mosquito and Outdoor Pest Control. It's basically to help, uh, you know, control the mosquitoes in your in your area, in your in your house, in your backyard, your front yard. And if you live in North Carolina, you know, come springtime from about April to uh, early October, you're going to be bombarded with mosquitoes. Those things are so big out here. I don't know if you could call them mosquitoes or more like pterodactyls, right? And so uh, if you need uh, assistance with that, then go ahead. And uh, it's owned by a veteran, uh, Brandon Swigert. Um, for anybody who's out there who is in the 95th, you know, you know who this gentleman is. Um, he's pretty honest. He'll give you a fair rate. And so just go out there. Again, it's Zapper Mosquito and Outdoor Pest Control. All right. And so the other thing that I want to um, not promote, but just, I guess, advertise, I guess. So there's a show, right? Uh, it's a reality TV show. I don't know how real it is, um, but it's called Special Forces, World's Toughest Challenge, right? And if you watch it, it's ridiculous. Um, it's about the, you know, former athletes and they have uh, former reality TV stars and just people, basically people who whose careers are not at the peak anymore, right? And they have these four people on there. It's a Marsock um, gentleman, one guy from former SAS, one former SBS, and then a former Navy SEAL on there, right? And they put them through these uh, a gauntlet of things that they have to do, right? And, and I'm not advertising the uh, the former athletes or anything, but there's one gentleman on there. His, his name is uh, Foxy, right? And... Uh, I thought the show was uh, ridiculous. My wife was watching it, but uh, we started Googling it uh, to see about like the, the people, right? And 
his story was pretty interesting because he was, uh, you know, a special boats guy and, and the UK and, uh, he was medically retired because of PTSD. And if anyone knows, if you've ever listened to any of the episodes, uh, mental health is pretty, pretty big for me. And so he could have done like a few other people have and just said, screw it. I'm not doing anything. And he could have just retired from life, but he didn't, right? He went and he started this. He did a show in the UK, which was basically the same thing. He did that first, and then it was hit over there. So they brought it over to the United States, and they called it Special Forces, the world's toughest challenge, right? The show's ridiculous. They set these former athletes on fire. It's like, I don't know what assessment uh, program would ever set somebody on fire. Um, But it's cool to see that he didn't let his... Uh, PTSD hold him back. He went out there and uh, he's doing something with with his life. So if you're out there and you feel run down, we all do. We all get run down. My my, you know, I I'm not happy every second of every day. But like I said, you know, I, I try to smile more and I feel better about it and I do things to relax. Um, so if you have a moment or if you're able to. Just check it out. It, it, you'll get a good laugh at it, if anything else. Um, and just know that, hey, um, like this guy had PTSD and he's doing something. So we all can. We don't have to just let the PTSD take control over us. We can take control over it. All right. So, again, this was just going to be a short um, episode because I have quite a bit of work to do because I don't want my professors to call me a complete and total idiot anymore. Uh so again, just remember that um, you are special. You do have something to offer. Just identify what that is. And if you can help somebody else out there who's um, dealing with PTSD, then help them out to the best of your ability. Um, don't try to be their social worker or their psychiatrist. If you can help somebody find a job, then help them do that. And, you know, let's help each other. Just remember we're retired from the military. We're out. right? And that part of our life, it, it's behind us. Like if you need to hold on to that, it's fine. Go right ahead. Um, but let's transition out and let's live the best life we can live. And for shout outs, you know what? I just want to shout out my parents for um, teaching me not to be a quitter. So mom, dad, I love you. And I'll talk to you guys later. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tide.